0: All right, so welcome to another episode of the Neurotech Human Enhancement Podcast. We have a great guest with us today. We have Toby Yo, who's probably one of the most interesting biohackers on the scene at the moment, doing pretty much everything imaginable to figure out what works and what doesn't. So I'll hand it over so he can give you a bit of an intro and a background on himself. So welcome, Toby. Thanks,
1: brother. Appreciate it, man. Good to chat with you again.
0: Yeah, this isn't isn't the first time. We've got another podcast on your podcast coming out very shortly. Yeah,
1: just uploaded it actually today, man. So that one's up and uh, fuck it. I'm sure people are going to be super interested in that as well.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in listening to it again. I always love listening to whatever you, you talk about and you're like, oh, that actually is, it comes across slightly differently or you think about it in a different way. It's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's for sure, man.
0: Well, man, do you want to give like a little bit of a, an intro in yourself? like why? biohacking because that's something that a lot of people always think about and go oh biohacking that sounds intense I think they get confused with other things so like the trans tech and humanist and things like that so what what is it that you think about biohacking like why do you get into it
1: yeah so I'll kind of start from the beginning man. yeah um yeah so like when I was growing up dude I was really into sports dude like I wanted to be mm-hmm. an AFL player then I wanted to go to college basketball then I was doing track and what and I was like really into my, like my sports. And um, yeah, always just trying to hack like a better performance there, like throughout high school. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't very healthy at that time. So I remember mm-hmm. getting like into the gym when I was around 16 years old and I was mm-hmm. just eating like everything man. Like so I was smashing two liters of milk every day, like 12 eggs, bacon, eggs, mushrooms, man. Everything you could think of, dude, just like slamming it down and all those shitty protein shakes, like the Musashi bulk ones yeah yeah, and i was just my body man and um that actually really fucked me up because i started getting like super bad like acne and like my entire face was covered in pimples and like it was really bad because i destroyed my um destroyed any like confidence that i had and i remember like for a long time like, i couldn't look anyone in the eye i couldn't go in front of a camera mm-hmm. there was like no photos of me for about three to four years i was just hiding away like and um, yeah, and I didn't have that many friends at the time. So I had a lot of time, like for myself, just to, like go deep, um, research things and just experiment on myself. So at that time it wasn't very healthy, but um, yeah, bodybuilding was my first introduction to biohacking, like just looking for ways to like practically just get gains, man, just increase muscle mass. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago are we
0: talking? Like when was this?
1: I was 16 back then and uh, now I'm 23. So yeah, like yeah, seven, seven, eight years ago.
0: Yeah, I find that interesting. Like I kind of got in the same way as well. So I started getting into the gym, doing pretty much the same stuff you were talking about, smashing everything inside, all the supplements, all the pre-workouts, everything you can bloody get your hands on. And again, same thing. Like I started just getting injuries. I wasn't really making that much progress, which started me down the path of the research. And I seem that seems to be a very common thing because a lot of people I know have done
1: pretty much the same path yeah dude um my connection was just dropping out a little bit but i think it's all good now yeah you're good yeah and then i remember um yeah once i got out of the high school stage of just like lifting weights and actually just trying to like i was just trying to like be someone that's that wasn't weak and looked down upon Hmm. and i kind of like accomplished that by like year year 11 year 12 Hmm. like pretty big and strong um Doing real good in basketball, doing really good in swimming, and actually like having friends for like once in a long time, Mm. and kind of having like people that like I could I can do like hang go to the gym with, and uh, yeah, kind of common circle. Then I got into fucking partying and drinking heaps, man, as we all do. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and And, uh, yeah, started hitting like clubs, but I wasn't really I was drinking a lot of alcohol like three four times a week, but I wasn't really into it that much because. Yeah, it would fuck up my skin, um, would ruin my sleep, and I was losing gains as well every time I went drinking and it would just mm. mess me up. So I remember first like the first taste of like nootropics and biohacking was um, jumping on the Fener butt. <laughs> <laughs> the classic. Love a good riff. Like, how can I yeah, how can I go out and um, have like that, I guess, boost of confidence and like no anxiety and no um, self pity and yeah, still yeah, like man. remain healthy. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You two options, really. Yeah, yeah. So you got <laughs> Fetibol, you got MDMA. Um, yeah. MDMA is, like, pretty neurotoxic in the long run. So I was, like, oh, great. taking it easy with that stuff. But I'm mm-hmm. not opposed to MDMA every now and then. I think it's actually very, very healthy. Because it trains think, your brain to...
0: Yeah, in the right setting, in the right setting, with the right intentions and the right people, it can be incredibly therapeutic, which is like most <laughs> things.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and then I started getting into... Um, like other stuff like nac so i could stack nac leading up to a day of drinking even and Mm -hmm. i would have no yeah no hangover and i could drink less and like yeah practically go out and the next day be fine wake up early because it was like a good liver antioxidant Mm -hmm. produces gluten did you notice that everyone
0: like you're going out and drinking with was having all the hangovers and all the crap they had to deal with afterwards and you were kind of bouncing back way quicker
1: yeah, I was like waking up seven a m the next day, hitting the gym, feeling good. And yeah, dude, it was just awesome. Like trying out all these other. I just was experimenting a lot, man. so like mm. every single like I guess like pharmaceutical drug or plant drug, everything in the market, I was like trying it out because this was just like um, as we spoke of last time, it's like a portal to get from, let's say the low low vibrational um anxiety mm-hmm. and like restless state to up here where I can walk around, be self-confident, talk to anyone I want and actually convey mm-hmm. what I want to convey to people in a clear and like authentic manner. So that helped me get here a lot. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Is that, is that still what you, what you do it for? Cause I know that like, that's something that I realized as well is like, if I can make myself feel more confident, I'll act more confident. It's self-fulfilling self like building cycle gets you like raises like your vibration, like you were saying, and you just become like a better version of yourself.
1: Mm, mm, definitely man so I now I feel that naturally without needing all this other stuff I can I can speak my mind speak my truth and I have I have the confidence to talk to almost anyone and I can really say what I want to say and I can say it from the heart without having to get caught up in my head and worry what they're thinking I can just I can just be the person I want to be at the moment so I guess now that I use smart drugs nootropics and all the biohacking it's more just to continue the good momentum and also be able to learn faster. Um, Something big at the moment, I'm trying to reduce my stress because I'm quite highly wired all the time. So I do um, overthink and tend to get stressed very, very easily because I'm Mm -hmm. like fucking pinging on on all levels, bro. So So excited about life. There's so much to do. Yeah, it's like if something doesn't happen now and it doesn't happen the right way, Especially with like computers and technology. Mm -hmm. Like before, when I was trying to connect to this video chat with you, bro, and my laptop just kept on crashing and the Zoom wasn't opening. And after I uploaded it, it just wasn't going and I was getting like agitated. I was like, shit, man, don't want to keep Daniel waiting. I was like, why wouldn't this work? And I was like, I'm just trying to do it and I was getting upset. But that's why I got the chili, man, so I can run some relaxing programs on me as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. man, how how does that work actually? Because that's something I've, heard about and I had a quick chat to someone about it, but I still uh, getting the science and then comparing it to how it actually feels. I, I haven't got that full circuit because I haven't tried it. So what do you, because you should be wearing it from what I see like quite often and getting a lot of benefit from it. So like what, what does it feel like is what I want to know.
1: All right. So it feels mm-hmm. like microcurrents coming through from this into yeah. your hands, and you can actually, you can feel the wavelength and if you see my fingers they're shaking a little bit yeah More so of with all the red light see and a little bit on. but they're naturally just twist like twitching and it pumps its pumping microcurrents and frequencies through me according to the program i'm running for my body type specifically mm. so i've got it hooked up and it's running like what exactly it thinks i need at the time and yeah man you can feel it through your hands and there's like a level of zero to a hundred on how intense you want to put it. Mm-hmm. So like, I find that a lot of my friends and my girlfriend, especially when I, when I put it on them, they get a bit scared. They don't like it too high. So they have it around like 30, 40%. Mm-hmm. But then like me and my, my, my crazy mates, we like to crank it at, like at a hundred bro. Like, especially in the morning I'll wake up, I'll put the energy one on or I'll put like the free flow one on and mm-hmm. just crank it at a hundred percent and just stand outside like no shoes in the sun, grounding, getting mm-hmm. these frequencies pumped through me, just charging up for the day. Yeah, and it's the future, man. It's it seems woo-woo to like a lot of people who don't understand frequencies. Mm-hmm. But like when you think of it this way, like our bodies are made out of water and mm-hmm. frequencies affect like water and we're all we're all actually just frequency. So having this like think about it like when we go to the ocean and you feel awesome because you're in the ocean, you're swimming mm-hmm. in a pool of electrons you're getting that positive charge taken off you and the negative charge put inside mm-hmm. you and you're just feeling good overall. Mm-hmm. But we can't do that all the time because like we all live far from the beach. Mm-hmm. So it's like well, yeah. I'm inside the house and let's just say I want to like calm down a bit. I can run the frequencies to kind of just calm me down, help me relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many different frequencies, man. It's, it's insane. It's like having, it's just having like technology in your pocket that can just help your body like, heal and do whatever it needs to do like whenever you want
0: no I, I get it and that's kind of it's making me think of the different places you go so like you get these different feelings in different places and there's certain almost like magical or kind of sacred places that people go to so Sedona is one of the ones that a lot of people go to and they say they get that that feeling of just relaxation the feeling of like connection to nature and there's all of the studies coming out showing that, that is because of the frequency and the vibration another thing that makes it super obvious is the earth itself has a frequency it vibrates at a frequency and we've evolved to be on the earth with that frequency so astronauts who go into space for far too long start to get sick they start to get these weird symptoms and they've started to realize that that is largely or partly because of the separation from this frequency so like it makes sense that being able to modulate that frequency as you as you want and as you need could have such a profound effect on like your physiology which again could have a profound effect on whatever you want to do. And again, this is why I love the biohacking. Like if you can use something to set you up and put you in a state of mind or a state of body to perform in the way that you want or you need, then you're just going to be in such a, so much of a better state. Yeah, dude, that's it, man. You put it Mm -hmm.
1: perfectly, man.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's interesting. What other things are you testing like biohacks or like techniques, supplements at the moment that you think have a lot of potential?
1: Well, yeah, right now, um, I got the red light on me.
0: Yeah, I can see and, it.
1: Uh, got my blue light blocking glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got my sleep tonic. I've been trying out heaps of different sleep tonics every single night and measuring with the ordering. And I just mm-hmm. like seeing how, how I feel when I wake up in the morning, um, mm-hmm. how I sleep, I sleep the whole way through my dreams, mm-hmm. and just like tracking that. But, like, yeah, tonight it's pretty simple. Just got um, some magnesium. Uh, lion's mane, reishi mushroom, turmeric, black pepper, and I might add in some gaba on late later on, and um, mm. yeah, a bit of like BPC one hundred fifty seven, and yeah, so it's pretty simple tonight. Mm. Um, what else am I trying out? Yeah, I'm doing the the pulse dammit microdosing thing we spoke about last time.
0: Yeah, how's that going? I'm interested about.
1: Oh. So, dude, during the day, man, ideas are just like boom, boom, like cut, like you're in this creative flow it's mm. it's good man it's really really awesome because you're just pulling ideas out of the air and like they're all really really good you get into flow state really easily yeah and so i'm loving it.
0: so how does that compare to a, a just a micro on it's own? because i know the pool standards for anyone who doesn't know is is it niacin with lion's mane and uh, psilocybin
1: yeah
0: yep. that's it so how do you reckon that compares to just taking psilocybin or like mushrooms
1: Hmm. I would say it's pretty similar, man.
0: Mm. But um,
1: the lion's mane just gives you that little, like, one or two percent, mm. and then niacin obviously like uh, makes your ears red, makes your face red a little bit. Yeah. And um, it feels like, I like the feeling of it. It feels like um, like a pre-workout. Mm. So it's like tingly. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's a bit like that. That flush. It makes you feel like something's happening. But that's probably beneficial because my my understanding of the the protocol was that it increases the peripheral blood flow and therefore you get the like the the lion's mane and the psilocybin to all the peripheral nerves which helps them to like change and get repaired and get all the benefits from it that you wouldn't normally get so it makes sense from a scientific point of view which is what
1: i love about all this stuff (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, think about it like the blood may not flow all the places but then Mm -hmm. when you get the niacin You've just you've gotten the blood flow to really flow to all those nerve endings that don't usually get the right amount of blood and nutrients. Mm-hmm. And then you're flooding them with lion's mane and psilocybin. And they're, they're both proven to um, I think induce neurogenesis. Yeah, which yeah, is where I mean, he's as well. Yeah. Mm.
0: Man, that's 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 exciting. Like I, I love all this stuff. If you had to if you had to pick one biohack or one like supplement or one tool technology what would it be
1: to have the biggest impact oh the one that's had the biggest impact for me is just Wim Hof breathing and cold like mm-hmm. out of everything it's free and I would just just huffing especially if you do it with other people as well like in a group mm-hmm. or with like some mates do Wim Hof and then jump in the ocean bro and that's like that's the most tangible biohack there is like out of everything it's the best feeling
0: yeah, you get it. You feel. It. I was going to say the same thing. Cold exposure, you, like you instantly just get that boost. You feel like alive. And I think that's something that we we kind of lose a lot in society as well. We we live in boxes and we go to car and go to work in our little cars and then we sit in our cubicles and we do all these things indoors. There's no there's no stresses and like there's the whole concept of hormesis. So like the little stresses on the body is actually beneficial. And like I my mentality is I always like to bring it back to. What makes sense from like an evolutionary point of view? Like why would this or wouldn't this be good for us? And like the, just the little stresses would make sense. Like your body's built to adapt, it's built to change to exposure to cold. It's, it's gonna have some kind of effects. And like and another thing that I was that I used to do, but now I've changed is I always used to be like, oh, I want to be warm all the time. But like that doesn't make sense, especially like you like you're saying about sleep cycles. I'm sure you're aware of all of this, like the sleep cycles. It's supposed to get cold in the evening. Like if the sun goes down, it gets colder. Your body uses that as a trigger to release like melatonin, release the, the oxytocin so you can like relax and calm down. Like a lot of these biohacks aren't necessarily like new technology. It's kind of going back to how we should have lived or bringing those benefits into the modern world. Like I, I don't know what your take on all of that is.
1: Mm, you're right, man. It's a lot of the bi- the very good biohacks. It's just, <laughs> it's like an anti- um modern day life hack going back to like the way human beings designed to live Mm. so yeah you're you're 100% right there man
0: (laughs) it's interesting well um one thing you you just like popped into my head with your question is where are you going next like what's your next thing that you want to try in terms of biohacking yes or like lifestyle changes or like breathworks or things like where what, what's pulling your interest at the moment like which direction are you heading are you going more into the physical things more into the supplements or more into the mindset things like any direction that you're taking
1: mm, interesting man yeah so it, it all started with the physical hey and I was always mm. trying to optimize physical performance mm. and I feel myself naturally moving away from the physical as much because I feel like I've achieved quite a lot physically and I'm more moving now into like the um I guess like spiritual esoteric mm. kind of area where you're where you're developing the connection with your third eye, your chakras, your heart, and you're connecting to like that higher intuition power or um, yeah, God, you may call it, whatever you want to call it. But I'm trying to hack my way there at the moment, man.
0: (laughs) And how are you doing that? Like what is a spiritual hack? Like, cause that's, that could be so many things. Like what have you found that works?
1: Mm. So first of all, you got to have clear, vessel so physical body has to be clear and clean if you want that connection so i'm doing a lot of detoxifying at the moment so it's mm-hmm. like the sauna and niacin protocol um coffee enemas mm-hmm. uh fasting and having very very good nutrients so i'm just trying to get the physical body like a clear vessel so i can channel from the divine mm-hmm. into me mm-hmm. and um ili's helped me a lot as well that's just giving me better connection with my body and mm-hmm. um apart from those man i'm Definitely plant medicines, bro. Plant medicines are, as we said, like a portal, a shortcut to see where you have to yeah. go. And they can, you can do years and years of work in like two or three nights, man. So yeah. going deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's, your, what's your next foray into the plant medicines? Have you got any plans for that? Mm, well, I was, yeah, I just finished my three warrior cambo um, ceremonies. So that mm. was to clear, yeah, that was to cleanse and clear and kind of like realign myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel that now, um, as soon as borders open up, I'm going to try to go do an ayahuasca retreat for a week in mm-hmm. Peru. Yeah, man,
0: that, that'll, be, that'll be a hell of an experience. I'd love to go over to Peru and do it properly in, in the Amazon for a week. Like two days is good, but I really, I always come back from it thinking that I'd need another, at least one more or two more days to get more out of it. So, man, I would, I'd highly recommend that. I really want to do
1: it as well. Sick, dude. Well, yeah, we, we, can, we can all go over together, man. Put, like, a private one out. <laughs> get all the, <laughs> the fire hacks out there. <laughs> there you go.
0: You want to decide a retreat? I'd be so down for that.
1: Mm. Yeah, if a shaman comes to Adelaide or Australia, I'll, like, try to sort something out where we can do it real discreetly, get an Airbnb or something, and, like, all of us, like, explore it together. Because a lot of people around here are down for that as well, for sure. Yeah.
0: I do love that there are people who are doing it, even though it is semi like frowned upon, like, Mm. like the benefits and the amount of people who are doing it, regardless of the legality really speaks like volumes of the benefit that people get from it. Yeah. So like, that's, that's one thing I'm really hopeful that changes soon is like the mentality of the masses towards these like plant medicines. They've been going around for thousands of years and there's, the science is coming out to prove that they work. There's anecdotal evidence for thousands of years. So I hope that that changes soon. Then again, I don't think it's for everyone, but I think that it's another tool in the
1: arsenal. Mm. Yeah, I agree, man. I feel that it yeah definitely should be accepted because it's been around since like the start of time. And we're already people are drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes, taking benzos, taking all sorts of prescription stuff at the moment. And I'm like, if you have a root and just drink some ayahuasca, bro, that's going to be much more healthy. You're going to have maybe not as much like fun, but you're going to actually get proper like gains in your life. Yeah, but what do you get? That, that's it. The mentality is like what you want to get from it. And I think
0: that maybe like I, I've had this thought, I've had this, this thought loop a few times is maybe that's people need to go through the negative part of taking like all the benzos, the crap to their body and have like that rock bottom to actually realize that they need to do something and then it'll come into their life and then whatever it is, even if it's just meditation, can come and actually give them benefits. If they're not ready to receive any of the learnings, any of the downloads, it's pointless.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's right, man. That's like where I, I, when I hit a rock bottom with my like depression, anxiety, and like my skin mm. was at its worst, that's what actually catapulted me up into looking into the things and realizing mm. like the antibiotics doctors are giving me they're not good for me. Like, they are putting me on all sorts of shit, like Ryukyutane and all that stuff. And I had to do some of my own research and realised, wait a minute, they're just prescribing me poison. And, yeah. like, they're taking advantage of me when I'm at my lowest, when I'm at my, OC, my most insecure state where I'll t- do anything. They're giving me poison, telling me it's going to help me. Hmm. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, who knows what else they're doing? Like, they're taking advantage of all of us and just, like, playing us like like fools.
0: I I tend to somewhat disagree with that like mindset like big pharma being the enemy like it i think that big like these drugs and these things have a purpose as a crutch like antidepressants have a purpose as a crutch if you're in the hole just to get you to start the process but what i think is the biggest problem is there's nothing there's no support to get off them the doctor gives it to you and goes yep this will sort you just take this forever there's no treatment of the root cause like Yes, you put a band-aid on and it'll keep you going for a little bit, but there's nothing and there's no one and there's no structures to get you away from them back to like a physical like front of you. But it doesn't and, and that doesn't make sense to me because you obviously were healthy before you became unhealthy. So why would taking something permanently fix any of the problems? Hmm. <laughs> that's just my rant yeah. on a farmer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, but don't don't you think that like there should be other things first as opposed to instantly, oh, you got shit skin. Let's prescribe you the strongest antibiotic. Let's prescribe you this poison. It should be like, look, man, you should cut out dairy, um, get out in the sun more, go swim in the ocean and do some fasting. But I remember when I asked the doctor, I said, what can I do to help? She said, look, you're stuck with this. There's nothing you can do about it except for take, taking this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, because my diet was shit. I reckon if I just stopped having so much dairy, then yeah. it probably would have all gone away. But she said, no, diet's got nothing to do with your skin. It's all hormonal. It's all genetic. You're stuck with it. Yeah, and that's, 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 a, that's
0: a massive problem. But I think things are changing. There's all there's these functional medicine doctors, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you're aware of, who are like, um, far more aware of this. And that's a, I think that's a, an issue of the times. Things are changing, but like everything, it takes a while. So this is why I think it's important to have these conversations and like get this information out there so people can actually start to see, oh, maybe the way I've been taught my entire life isn't the way things are done. Like my mom's a pharmacist, so she's very much in that mindset. So whenever mm. I have conversations with her about yeah. something and she's like, oh, just take some paracetamol. I take some, whatever it is. I'm like, I'd rather not do that. I could, <laughs> a lot of side effects. I'd rather just try and find out another way of getting through. And she's just like, yeah. what? Like another way. But that's just, it's, it's the mindset of the generations. Mm. Exactly, man. But no, it's it is it is changing. and I think there's a lot of direction and places for it to go. Like, have you, like, I I I wouldn't say cop flack but people are often they they look they look at it and question what you do in a different way. Have you come across that as well? Like, family and close friends being like, "What the fuck are you
1: doing?" Dude, everyone that I used to hang out with, and actually, especially family, they all they all think I've lost it. Especially at mm-hmm. the start, they think that mm-hmm. I'm yeah, they, they, they're like basically saying, when's this phase going to be over? When are you going to go back to university? When are you going to be like normal, like the rest of us? And like, I don't think they understand that what I'm doing now is more real to me than anything I've done in my entire life. And they think it's a phase. So I was having a chat with my grandmother the night. She gave me a call and she was like, when are you going to go back to university? Um, oh, nice. And they think that like my, my juicing business, all this stuff that I'm doing is dangerous. Like, and they think it's like, They, they tell me there's nothing worse than being um, old and poor. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like I'm trying to do some good here in the world, man. Like reach some untouched ground, um, connect with myself, connect with people, build a community because obviously the current system that's in place right now, it doesn't work for everyone. That's why there's so many people with diabetes. Everyone's got depression and anxiety nowadays. And they're trying to say that's normal. I'm like, dude, human beings aren't created to have all these problems. There's some there's some big flaw in the system that's causing all this, and I don't want to be part of the system anymore because I can't even imagine living one more day studying law school. It like it hit me so hard. I had to drop out. Like the day I felt it so bad, I just made the call and dropped out instantly, even though I was almost at the end. How did that go down? Like how yeah, did well, you, how was, did
0: you make that call? Like what was it that that triggered you enough to decide? Because that's a big call to make. And I in uni like I probably. Should have made that call myself, but I didn't. And I look back and go, wow, if I knew even a little bit of what I knew now, I would have done that. Like it's it's, it's a hard call to make, man. But that, how did mm. you go about it? Like what triggered it?
1: Yeah. So like I legit went from, I did four years of law school and corporate finance. So mm. the exact opposite way I'm now. I was the typical law student, man. Going to yeah. university every day, study groups, staying up all night, doing fucking essays, taking all the modafinils and smart drugs to like, smash those essays out. And I was getting yeah, HDs yeah. straight, bro. Mm. And then I went to um, Copenhagen uh, about two years ago for an exchange for law school. Mm. I remember like, this was about a month into my exchange. I woke up and I was feeling like fucking awesome. Woke up, mm. hit the gym, went for a cold swim. And I was like, All right, I got class now. So I rode my bike to class. And I was like on fucking cloud nine, man, feeling mm. euphoric as hell. Then I went to class. I sat there for 15 minutes. And I remember just feeling like, this huge wave of what the fuck am I doing? I was like, just dread. It was anxiety. It was just like hopelessness. I was like, what am I doing in my life? Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. got up and I said, look, I got to go to the teacher and I went home and I just made the call. I said, look, I'm not going back. I'm just letting you know that I'm not going to come to class anymore. I'm quitting. I FaceTime mm-hmm. my parents, let them know and just told everyone I need to know. I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to go yeah. find myself and do something that actually makes me happy. I'm not going to waste my time fitting into the mold anymore. The system so i had the next four months man to go deep into biohacking into traveling like research fucking making friends creating memories and that was like a huge like just platform just to springboard me like into this lifestyle so it was best decision in my life man i find
0: that is often a thing like you can't tell what will happen in the future but you know that it's a hard decision and every decision is like a crossroads like you can go one of two ways and it's generally the harder decisions that can yield the biggest results so like kudos for actually doing that because i know and i've spoken to so many people and i've been in that position myself where i took the other route i'm like ah, oh, what happens if it doesn't go wrong what happens if it doesn't work out and then just like that's but like that's almost the worst approach because then there's no chance of it working out in the way you want it's all negative it, the best it will do is kind of continue how it is if you're not happy with it why would you stay hmm but communicating that to people is hard.
1: (laughs) Yeah. My analogy that I said was I've climbed four rungs out of the five of the ladder and I can already see over the top of the shelf. And um, from what I can see here, I've put the ladder against the wrong wall. Mm -hmm. So instead of climbing to the top and knowing what I already know now, I'm just going to jump down and move the ladder to the wall that I believe is right now. And start Mm -hmm. climbing that one with all my energy. Yeah, dude, that's a great analogy. Like,
0: you get to that. You have to learn a certain amount to realize what it actually is. So you learn enough about the law and the, the corporate finance to realize it's not your thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. And that's, it. that's a that's a that's a thread I've heard. I spoke to uh, Steve, the founder of like Shine, another company, and he did almost mm. the exact same thing. He was going to uni. He was doing. He was smashing it. He was having all the um, the internships at the big companies, and he just had the realization that this isn't what he wanted to do. <laughs> he got so far in and went. I'm out, I'm done.
1: But man, it is what it is. It is, man. And for me, like, if I didn't listen to that voice that strongly told me not to do it, I would may have lost it, like, for a long time because I think of it like a sword, man. You have this sword of intuition, of like that feeling that your body, and every time you don't listen to it, every time that you go against that gut feeling, Mm-hmm. it becomes quiet. The voice doesn't speak to it as much because it's thinking, oh, he's not going to listen to anymore. Mm-hmm. But every time you listen to the voice and, um, and go with your gut feeling and really pursue it and like, listen to it, then it gets stronger and stronger and louder and louder until eventually like you don't have to second guess yourself ever because you know, you know what is right for you. You know what is right for the world. And you mm-hmm. can just like make these huge decisions and make these huge moves knowing that you are just rooted in yourself that you know what you're doing is right. And it's just, for me, I'm just sharpening that at the moment, man. And that's like the connection to your spiritual higher self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that, that's a beautiful way of looking at it. I think that's very important. It
0: reminds me, you, you probably know of Paul Jack. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of his analogy of like leading through intuition and like the soul guided desire, essentially like even like there, there are no mistakes. It is just if you've led a life with your, you enjoyed you're you're impassioned if you're on purpose you're authentic and you're following like essentially what your ethos is and what you believe in then you can't go wrong it'll be what it will be and like that mentality and that way of looking at it and believing it is gonna lead to a better life than ignoring it like subjectively and you can see that but it's it's interesting how coming back to what we talked about before like the society kind of tries to avoid that or or get you out of that but i one thing I've, I've been pushing on recently and I know you have as well is the community aspect. Like that is so important, like finding or building a community. Like do, what, what would you say? And like, what do you, what are you doing in that space?
1: Yeah. So the first, yeah, the first community I've ever built man mm-hmm. is um, the Wim Hof beach breathing and good vibes group that we have here in Adelaide. And that started like just over a year ago. Mm -hmm. and um, I met this guy, Jesse, in the sauna, and we got talking about Wim Hof, and Mm -hmm. then the next day we met up, and we did some breathing together out in the cold in winter, and we just kind of just real clicked. He was on this Mm -hmm. journey of um, healing and self-discovery, and then I just got back from Denmark, and I was looking to, like, fucking create something and surround myself with people who are also motivated. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we just started, we just said to people, we're going to be here every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. at Henley Mm -hmm. Beach. Rain or shine, we're going to be breathing. And uh, at first it was just me and Jesse. And then more people came out more people came out and we just kept on doing it every week and for mm-hmm. free for everyone who came. And then now fast forward about just over a year, we've got about 250 people in the group and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, almost we're doing Wednesdays as well. And we have, yeah, roughly 20 to 30 people coming out most sessions. And it's just this beautiful, like beautiful community, man, that mm-hmm. I never dreamed of. I've always just wanted, like, a place where people can come get around something that's healthy something that's mm-hmm. free connect with like-minded people and like a place of no judgment man where you just come and you're just accepted for who you are and you can just breathe man and breathing is the most powerful thing man you're synchronizing with the energy all around you we're all huffing for like 30 minutes and then after everyone's just smiling the energy's huge and then we do, we do a cold swim and yeah, it's yeah. just incredible and all my good friends are, are like from that group now and we all just we have, a, we have a tribe now, so it's amazing. That's awesome. and
0: like you like you were saying before, you would not have gone there if you didn't follow your intuition if you didn't go and talk to, to Jesse mm. and then go and start doing this. And like it all comes out of doing what you want to do and leading with what's important to you, what you think is the right thing for you to be doing. But yeah, mm. that's something that I've been, I've been like thinking about a lot lately is the community and the tribe, like you need that. and like yeah. I, I was doing like a review of like my past. A couple of years and i'm like wow like a lot of the bad decisions i've made have been largely influenced by what others around me have been doing so by changing that you can put yourself in a position where you're going to make better decisions more in line with what you actually believe so yeah like i think that's a very underrated not necessarily a fire hack but just life life enjoyment life skills and progression mm, yeah definitely mm. like I, what else would you like be looking to be doing in that space, like community wise? Cause I think that that is something where like, just from our conversation, you could add so much value. There's so many like people you can you inspire and like ask and help and, and do whatever you can. Like, where would you be looking to go with that?
1: Yeah. Well, at the moment, like we've, we've always said to each other that we're going to keep the breathing um, free, free from financial anything, and just pure free and good because we've had people like asking if they could donate to us and people mm. just like are really grateful and love. we said look your attendance and your gratitude is like enough for us mm. but like naturally this is about about a month about two months ago jesse and i just it just naturally flowed on to we're going to be start, starting to run events now so we've mm. just run two events called uh truth and tribe mm. and um Originally, it's just it was just a day workshop where we go to the beach, we do breathing, we do a cold therapy, we do um, physical training, bioenergetics and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. then we go back and we we gather around a fire and we have um, connection exercises, truth exercises and like just different things where we can really get raw and real and people can get things off their chest in a safe place and we can do different kinds of activities that will take people outside their comfort zone and get them like connected in a tribe. Mm-hmm. So it's all about being truthful with yourself, being truthful with other people around you, and then also doing the tribe. So it's a place where we say, look, when you come here, there's no judgment. Everything that happens in this event is stays in this event and you can be 100% comfortable to be yourself 100% no matter what. And we're creating this environment. And yeah, so we're gonna run three of these um, day workshops. We've got the third one coming from two weeks. And then we're going to be moving into um, running retreats, so overnight and three-day, four-day retreats, man. And that's going to be—that's exciting. Like I love the
0: sound of where that's going because I know, and I can just like feel how good that'll be. Like I want to come to it now.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 dude. I'll let you know, man. We're running it because. Fuck, dude, we've, I've been manifesting this since I was in Denmark. I remember two and a half years ago, I was sitting there in a sauna telling these old guys, like this 80-year-old Denmark man, and I was telling mm-hmm. him, I'm going to be running retreat soon, and it's going to be the principles like a human recharge. Mm-hmm. So human beings, whatever wherever they're from, whoever they are, will cut, take time out of their daily life, and they will come spend time at the retreat, and they will leave feeling recharged, like renewed, reborn, and just but just just like confident and happy for life. And I want want to bring that to everyone through like the healthy lifestyle, the Mm -hmm. tribe community setting, and also like exploring different areas, like the shadow, um, doing deep work, journaling, meditation, Mm -hmm. um, planting, breathing, and plant medicines eventually as well.
0: That's Yeah, that sounds like – it sounds like the solution to the problem as to why you left university and like dropped out of like the normal – the normal path and like it's gonna be a beautiful story like it is a beautiful story already and i think that eventually everyone will come full circle and realize that oh this has been far more impactful than anything else you could have done because you're on purpose because you've done what's important to you like that's i'm excited for you man i'm excited for the future
1: oh right. thank you brother i appreciate it man mm. Yeah, and that, thats where I come back to every time I cop shit because I've—I've coped a lot of shit over the last like two and a half years because I've made like bold changes, um, mm. said some things, and done like a lot of crazy things, man. I've been always—I've always backed myself since I made the decision, and like a lot of people didn't like that because I was like, I guess, like rocking the boat. I was saying very forceful things, mm. and like I remember like a while ago, like my grandparents—they asked me what I'm doing in my life. I said, well, um, I'm running my juice business. I'm doing mm-hmm. personal training and I'm um, running a beach community where we do breathing at the beach. And mm-hmm. they just, for some reason, they just decided to full on attack me for that. They were mm-hmm. like, well, when are you going to get your shit together? This isn't real life. You know, you're being selfish. You're being irresponsible. This breathing thing has no science behind it. And they were just attacking me. And I was like, well, look, man. You're both doctors. You're smart enough to do your own research. You should just look at the science behind it. And what it does, I said. Wim Hof he injected himself with E. coli, and then he did this breathing technique, and he didn't get sick. And then he also stayed in an ice bath for four hours, and he didn't get sick as well. And they were like, "No, that's bullshit. There's nothing backing that up." And they wouldn't even look into it. And I took that real personally at the start. I was like, "Man, they're fucking like, they're attacking the basis of what I'm doing, and they can't see that I'm actually." I'm like can't you just see that I'm happy for once in my life, and I'm actually doing something that I love, and I'm making friends. I've got real friends for the first time in my life, and I've got this community, and I'm actually excited to to, to see where this goes. And thought they were just completely shitting on it, and uh, yeah, it was. I, I just I was upset for a long time, but then I kind of saw it as it's because it's challenging. There, they've done this for like 70 years. Their entire life, they've grown up believing that this is the only way. Mm -hmm. And then they see you doing something different and it's not that they're angry at me, but it's see, they see it that I'm challenging their belief system. And when your belief system and identity gets challenged, you do one of two things. You either get really angry and defensive and fight against it, or you let go of your old belief system and you open your mind, which is what all the plant medicines, all this Mm. fucking, all this stuff is about that, man. It's about opening your mind and realizing I know nothing. I have everything to learn. And that's when you start living again. It's incredible. Yeah. And I think what you said about there being two
0: options, you can either, you can either resist and protect your values, which is the default. And that is the the easy one. Cause no one likes to change. And in a way, giving up on like an identity is, is almost giving up on like yourself. It's a, it's a form of dying. Like a part of you has to die and be set free so that you can believe something else. And like, that is, that is like a, a form of, like like you said, they've been doing what they've been doing for 70 years. So that's going to be very, very hard for them to change. But yeah, the way you've described it is a good way of dealing with it. I think like you've you've understood their perspective and their compassion. You have compassion for what they're going through. And then you're going to lead by example and then show them in time that what you're doing has made an impact. Like it's, it's changed people. And going back to the Wim Hof, even if there wasn't any evidence showing that it, Physiologically changed you. It changes the mentality, and that is a value. As a doctor, they would be aware of the placebo effect, which is incredibly powerful. You can get someone to control their pain by telling them they've taken like a really strong painkiller when really it's a sugar pill. So, like that in yeah. its own on its own is an amazingly powerful tool. So, yeah, this I'm excited for the science to catch up as well. Like my my viewpoint is do what works, and then figure out why it works.
1: Mm, exactly, man. Okay. It's just about feeling, man. Like, oh, I've been doing this new thing recently called uh, muscle testing. You familiar with that? No, what's that? I haven't heard of it. So I just started it yesterday because I just found a video about it. And it's about asking your body. So I would stand up, I'm standing up now, and I would mm. say, uh, I would say, show me a yes. Uh, a yes, a I lean forward. okay And then I would just uh, show me a no. Right, and no, one's going fall backwards. And uh, at first, when I heard it, I was like, "This is bullshit, man! It's all in the head." Mm-hmm. But even if it's in the head, it's it's still right. And I t- I t- I started testing on everything. I was like, "Show me a yes, <laughs> show me a no." I'm asking <laughs> questions, and Roy, I swear, hundred percent of the time I was right. So even <laughs> funny example, I play. I started playing um like just card games with my family again. Mm-hmm. So me. My mom and dad and my girlfriend you Nina, know, we play card games every night, and mm-hmm. it gets pretty competitive. And like we have like a tournament going and mm-hmm. points and everything. And so it was like a one in five chance of winning. And I asked, I asked myself, "Am I going to win cards tonight?" And then I leaned forward, so I was like, "Yes." <laughs> so <laughs> I told them, I was like, "I'm going to win cards tonight." and <laughs> Went in there, man, and won by heaps. <laughs> But like that belief is super important because you've already gone in
0: with the mindset and the belief, and your body is like embodying that, like that system of a person who's going to win. so You have the confidence, you'd have the body, the the posture, you'd have the, the um the adrenaline—not the adrenaline—the testosterone would be raised. You'd be in a state to be performing at your peak because you've already—it's the same as visualization, but you're embodying mm. it. So if that's a tool that can help you to embody that in this, like a way of visualization, that's an, mm. that's an awesome tool you've got. Another point yeah. that. You you raised with that exact technique is a lot of people seem to think that the body and the the mind are separate when they're not like that they, they are connected your your mind and in my view consciousness is essentially just a combination of the sensory input that's being interpreted so if you can allow that sensory input to guide you without trying to control it then that's going to be your intuition it's going to be the more natural way that you approach things and that's something that I think. People need to learn more, something I need to learn more, like how to how to do that. Get out of my head and into my body, as they say.
1: Yeah. Paul Check does that as well with his food, but he does it in a not so moving way. He says, Is this food good for my soul? He asks his soul. Soul, show me a yes, soul, show me a no. Mm-hmm. Food mm-hmm. good. And then he'll listen. And if it's not good, he won't eat it. But if, it, if his soul says yes, then he'll have it. And it's like it's it's yeah, some people just have it. And they can hear their voice. Some people, like I, could never hear the voice, but I can physically feel it. So I was like, "That technique, man! Like I swear, it it, it, it worked for me that like, yesterday." And I'm gonna keep like trying it whenever it comes to like the simplest thing. I'll just close my eyes, stand there, and say, "Yes." All right.
0: <laughs> man, that's cool. I'm gonna give that a go. Actually, I'm gonna give that a go.
1: Probably as soon as we get off this school, I'm like, "Am I tired?" You can ask anything, man. Like when it comes to like, should I buy this or is this person good for me? Is it's just crazy, man. It's really, really good. That's
0: interesting. I feel like I have so much to go on there. Well, man, we've got to, I don't really want to, but we've got to wrap this up very like shortly. So is there anything else that you want to share? Anything else you want to jump on?
1: Oh man, we covered a lot today. Yeah. But I, yeah. I would just recommend like if, if anyone's listening to this and like, is looking for like a place to start, Mm-hmm. The best place to start is like become comfortable with yourself internally and create that like stable internal environment, nurse that inner fire. And once you're like confident have that rock solid foundation within yourself, then the external world is just going to fall into place. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like too many people try to control all the external variables first. And they think that controlling the external is going to fix the internal. And I'm like, man, it's the other way around. You have got to fix this first, and then everything else will just flow like magic outside. Yeah, I think I think that is
0: true, and I think that's like a beautiful way to end it. So, uh, thank you very much, my man. I'll definitely let everyone know where they can find out more about you. Put all the links and things down in the in the notes. But yeah, I think that's a lot of valuable lessons that have been have been shared there. So, thank you very much, my man.
1: Great talking to you as usual, Daniel. Sweet.
0: Thanks, right. awesome man that was a good chat i like where
1: that went yeah yeah it
0: was awesome dude <laughs> i feel like there's just like a million different things we can we can go on a tangent about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah dude definitely good man definitely because like these are just the things that i've been i've been
1: looking at and thinking about researching lately mm. yeah dude one of these times when you got to come down to come down to adelaide once the borders mm. open up and dude, yeah you, you you'll love it down here. To I love that. I've love i never
0: been there, but like I, everyone says it's like a nice place. And I know this is just like, I want to explore some more. And I feel like in these the old, restrictions, I'm like housebound. I'm like, I need to move. I need to get
1: out. It's the new spiritual hub here, man. We have a lot of, a lot of courts underneath the ground and we're on, yeah, dude, we're in some spiritual place, dude. I feel that it's moved and um, possibly moved to Adelaide, the spiritual heart of the world. Really? Mm, that's what me and like all my mates, we've been saying, like we can feel the change here and like, right here is like the perfect place to be right now because fuck dude people here are open-minded the mm-hmm. government's very overbearing and there's so much space and just so much room to grow and like people are looking for it here it's, it's it's amazing that's good
0: i'll have to look into that like i don't i don't feel that here where i am in brisbane and that's something that i want to yeah. get close to somewhere i can feel it's <laughs> but yeah man, I, I have to i have to jump off and run now but that's Easy, I'm going to get this edited up and I'll get it together within within the next like week for sure I'll get it up
1: and going. Hell yeah bro I'm keen man I'll I'll give it a share once it's up. I'm um, yeah. like dude, this was my favorite podcast dude we got to go fucking deep man it was it was authentic and real It was great. Mm, I
0: was like and um shoot me a pic you want me to make a little graphic up I'm going to do one for both of them so just shoot me a little pic and I'll, I'll edit that up use Canva it takes like 2 minutes.
1: Yeah just just through uh
0: Facebook messenger yeah, Facebook's probably the easiest.
1: Will do, man. Will do.
0: Sweet. All right, my champion. Have a
1: good one. All right, have a good night, bro. Peace. Stay out.